What's up, music junkies? Coming at you with a brand new episode. As promised, we got you your fix. Before we get into our interview with Fool, a Denmark-based group that has some really amazing music that you guys should definitely be checking out if you haven't looked at from what we've been posting. Badass. Before we get into that, we got some music news for you guys, so stay tuned. Mario, you want to start it off? Well, Khalid came out with a new song called Eleven. And Eleven. Well, actually, he came out with three new songs. Eleven, Know Your Worth, Another Day Gone. He also came out with a new song with Russ. Uh, I don't know if you've heard Russ. Russ is a rapper. And he has these super crazy fucking songs. He's a great lyricist. Um, I forgot his most famous song name. But he's pretty fucking good. But Khalid is a great singer. I don't know if you've ever heard his music. It's like I've heard his music. R&B and he fucking... Oh, his singing is so goddamn good. Actually, you know what's funny? I was a... Uh, I went to go get lunch, uh, you know, at, while I was at work. I went I went out. I went to, like, a jack-in-the-box. I was pulling out of the drive-thru, and then I was like, hey, I'm low on gas. So I go to the gas station, and I look over, and there's a fucking, like, Porsche or fucking Ferrari or I don't even remember. It was a fancy sports a flashy, car. flashy, zippy car. And it was covered in um, vinyl promoting khalid's new album which it was a no it was promoting coachella because khalid was going to perform in coachella or something like that i don't know i don't remember exactly what it was but it was like khalid everywhere his picture his picture on the door and shit it was fucking crazy so it wasn't khalid driving it it was an older white guy so i would assume maybe his manager his promoter someone you know it was probably on the way to coachella or you know, Palm Springs area. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? I didn't take a picture of it though, but you know, damn. Well, I heard that Justin Bieber came out with a new album called changes and he came out with a bunch of new singles. You know, we, we were talking about, uh, with Josh and, uh, well, Martinez and Espinosa that we should come out with a, uh, kind of like a, a episode where we talk about our, how, what what were the words that he said? The the songs that were kind of uh, ashamed, ashamed of uh, talking about. And what songs would those be? Guilty pleasures. There you go. Our guilty pleasures, and I one of my guilty pleasures is Justin Bieber. I love his music. I think he's a great musician. Well, great singer because he's besides, well, he does play instruments. He plays it. You know, he, he's really good at singing soul music too and gospel style stuff. So I, I really think that he needs to be prided on that because he he goes from having his his pretty boy boy band voice to having yeah. an element of 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 some kind of rap and pop. Um, of course you would call him a pretty boy. Well, of course he is. I mean, everyone else <laughs> would agree. Now he looks like a rat. I'm sorry, JB, but you let yourself go, bro. With his, he had dreads at one point. I was it was fucking weird. White people and dreads. I'm sorry, bro, but those that was a mix, man. You know, I look at these reggae bands and you look at them, the reggae artists, and they're white. You know, a lot of them are white and they have their dreads. And I'm like, okay, you you you're okay. 
You know, you actually live the lifestyle. But there's these other white people with dreads, and I'm like, bruh, don't do it. Don't do it. So it looks good on a very select people. You know, not everyone can pull it off. But I have seen a couple white people that have, like, the darker hair. They have, like, these piercing green eyes. And they got, like, a darker skin tone, you know, but they still look Caucasian-ish. Yeah. But, no, I get what you're saying. Caucasian-ish. Caucasian. (laughs) I was watching um, Ridiculousness, and they did an episode where they... um, they're talking about why people should not have dreads. <laughs> it's just a bunch of stupid ass videos of white people <laughs> with dreads just fucking falling, getting hit, and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what they get. <laughs> Don't rock dreads. <laughs> There's Maroon Five. Uh, I guess. Uh, sorry, a little off topic, but I guess they were scheduled to tour in San Diego on May 30th. Yep, they were starting. But- here in san diego i don't think we've heard any word if they're going to cancel or if they're going to keep following through and i don't think we even know what this whole quarantine thing when it's going to be over so i get it la pushed their quarantine out to like may 15th i think no shit so if it goes that long we're not going to be seeing any concerts you know anytime soon they're gonna have to start making their patreon accounts and like being like all right fans you want to We'll start doing some live stuff pay, for y'all. Pay you know I, mean? I think that would be, yeah. I think that would definitely be a way for them to kind of make some extra money aside from pushing merch. But I don't know if anyone's wanting to spend money right now. Yeah, no, I mean, it, you're pushing merch and people aren't getting paid, so no one's buying their shit. No one's buying. What they shit. should do is start putting their logos and shit on some TP and selling. <laughs> yeah, but you want your logo fucking smeared and shit? Come on, bro. No. It's it's <laughs> it's I'm a new trend, guy. I'm gonna put your face on my toilet paper. <laughs> Repressed ass memories, bro. Come on. I thought we um, moved past this. <laughs> we'll never move past this shit. No pun intended. We'll never move past this shit. I know. Fucking. It's like it's like a marker. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a> fucking. <sign. laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? They need to. Uh, Everest actually was uh, put this on on Instagram. They're gonna put their their logo on face mask and sell yes. face mask. That, Clever as fuck. That's pretty Great fucking smart. You, I mean, everyone needs a fucking face mask right now. And toilet paper, especially in these big, larger cities, they're mandating mask wherever you fucking go out. Hey, if you fucking put your logo on that shit, everyone fucking sees it. Where'd Done. you get your mask? Promotion. Oh, dude, I listened to this awesome freaking group. Check them out. Yeah. Or, I mean, Everest was just going to have their triangle logo, which would be cool, but fucking promote your name. Your fucking say Everest or at Everest or something, you know, something to fucking promote yeah. your page or your music or your Spotify and shit. Like, fuck, you get your name out there. It's a walking billboard, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You're Literally. Billboard. Yeah. I mean... It's not like they're um, supposed to be going out anyway. You know, avoid travel unless it's on essential business or whatever. We get it. Um, I haven't traveled in so long. And- dude, I got to do it every day. It's, it is what it is. It's really not as bad. And I, I know I keep saying this, but um, yeah, it's really not as bad as everyone's chalking it up to be because everyone's doing their part here in the city. So I'm starting to see all over the bay area that people are taking it seriously they're trying to 
put an end to this because we all want to get back to our lives ultimately Fuck, dude you have no idea yeah. how much i miss you know i i'm a sales executive so i travel everywhere mm -hmm. you know all over the country and it was like every other week i was traveling and i was you know going to new places i, was, I went to nashville Jack yeah you even went to fucking burlingame and that's when i went out to visit yeah, exactly. you that's, when we, the hotel. that's when we linked up but it it sucks dude and that's when i got most of my fixes my music fix like i would just put my spotify on shuffle or my music on shuffle or mm. played like pandora radio and that's how i discovered a lot of my new artists I can't do that anymore, you know, and I'm at home and I'm, I'm not just going to sit there and just, you know, I love listening to music, but it's it, just sitting there and just listening to music. You kind of, you know, you want to do something and I, either that, either I'm sitting down watching TV or I'm sitting down and playing fucking GTA <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So at least you can go outside in that fucking video game and go yeah. wherever you want. And I'll fucking st go to the strip club in GTA shit. <laughs> no, you can get your money back when you're done and kill them. <laughs> just get your bills back. <laughs> Recycle oh, it, you know, just fuck. keep repeating. <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, give me that back. <laughs> Anyways, back to music. Cause that's, oh, what we're, okay. that's what we're here to talk about, bro. We're music junkies, not GTA junkies. Um, <laughs> Frank Ocean um, has an album coming soon and I know his last album we waited fucking years years to get and now he's coming out with the new one which is pretty badass and Frank Ocean um, he came out I think he's one of the first or not first but one of the most popular bisexual singers or He's in the LGBTQ community, um, and he's pretty inf influential. Um, he's pretty cool. He's pretty good. But he's coming out with the new album. Um, Adele is coming out with the new album. Rihanna. Um, so be sure to check him out. Yeah, Rihanna's coming out with a couple of new things. Um, who was that? Uh, Party Next Door. You know, they came out with a new album called Party Mobile. And I guess that was with uh, Rihanna, Drake, and uh, Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah, Bad Bunny. Some reggaeton. Mm. Reggaeton y palahoni. Fuck. And I've been on a reggaeton kick recently, too. Who have you been listening uh, to? <clears throat> another song I listened to was called Dale Gas. Dale Gas. Who's, who sings that? That sounds old That's school. from Snow the Product. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, not reggaeton, bruh. No, I, I I know, but I was just going off on a random tangent. Um, well, you're thinking about Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. Dame más gasolina. That one. Yeah, that <laughs> that's one old school, dude. dude. That one takes me back grew... to like, fuck. What year did that come out? Fuck, you think? dude. I was in like elementary school. I was exactly. I was, I was still in, catching yeah. the bus. Yeah, I was fucking hella young. Reggaeton. That was when it was reggaeton was like. It was. It's not like now. It's trap. You know, back then reggaeton was like all dancing and shit. And it, it, reggaeton has a lot of fucking. Different I feel like the generations. closer you get, uh, the closer south you go, the more common it becomes to hear. Because yeah. we, you know, where I live, some of my neighbors blast that stuff, and they have like a like Chicano rap that's going on. 
Yeah, Chicano rap, dude. I grew up with that shit. Mr. Lil One, Mr. Capone, um, Lil Rob. Fuck, dude. I, I love fucking Chicano oh, rap. Oh, dude. Alicia Keys. You know who she is. Everyone knows who she is. Fuck, yeah. She My canceled- girlfriend. I mean, what? <laughs> she canceled <laughs> all of her upcoming tours because of the pandemic. And... And I and I know she's feeling that you know it's hurting everyone. Yeah, but when you get to an artist like that big, does it really hurt them financially? She's still um, probably making a passive or residual kind of income. Like, yeah, she gets royalties from everything, and you know what? The best platform right now, or the platform that's making the most money, is live streaming. Um, media. So anything. Mm-hmm. Streaming music, streaming video, uh, TV, like Sling, um, Netflix, all those streaming apps. Those are fucking making bank. Like bank, bank. Shit, dude. I bet you Amazon Prime is too. You money how many fucking <laughs> movies I've rented off of that shit to watch? Shit. Uh, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Fucking so, $5, $3, $4 for, for, for renting. Awesome. That's that's expensive um, though. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Each time, yeah, you go to Redbox it was two dollars, but no one wants to go to Redbox right now. Fuck. No, who wants to go to even? Who even wants to go to Walmart to pick up some fucking TP? Um, speaking of TP, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Chris Brown <laughs> <laughs> featuring Bryson Tiller and uh, what is it? August Alicina. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that a, that's the super slow song. Yeah, what is it called? Yeah, it's called what? Foolish. Foolish. Yeah. Yeah, I heard, yeah. I heard it. It's a uh, kind of slow. It starts off like the beginning is the intro's pretty long. It's pretty fucking long. It the song is six minutes, and the intro was like three minutes of it. So you could imagine that. Damn. Black oh, Bear has dope, a few songs, oh. a few new songs. It's clean. I'll have to check them out after. But uh. All right, so what do you think? You think it's about time to bring on the guys? Yeah, I think so. So, l- fucking from Denmark, across the ocean, we got a special guest. They're fucking amazing. Great all-around artist. You're going to love them. They have a lot of diversity in their music. And, you know, from what we've learned so far about them, they're cool cats. You know, they're chill. And I think, you know, you guys will really, really appreciate these guys. So check them out. Definitely. Anyway, here we go. Looks like we have the same mic, Jake. <laughs> Who? Mario and you or me and you? I don't think that's one. What mics are you using? I have an MXL. Just, yeah, I'm just okay. using a... I don't even know what mine is. I found it at a little uh, hole-in-the-wall shop warehouse. It was cool, man. It was like 100 bucks, and it plugs right in your computer. And it has the interface literally on the front of the thing. It's freaking awesome. Oh, Great. wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's Homestyle Studio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, pretty cool. You guys are Thanks, in Bob. Denmark across the whole – is it the Atlantic? Yeah, the Atlantic Ocean, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, 
first of all, I want to ask, how did you guys come to life? You know, how did you guys get together and start Fool? Um, actually, we met through a, a, a friend of ours uh, who's a part of a Danish act called the Outlandish. I'm, I don't know if you ever heard of them. Uh, they were quite big, like in the start of the the century, like around the zeros. Okay. And they were like an R&B rap act. Uh, and I was producing a, a solo EP for one of the members called Bacaz. Uh, and uh, yeah, I would, I was, <laughs> I was in a TV program <laughs> and uh, it, it was kind of like X Factor, but the, the judges were, were the ones that could go. And they promised me like seven, seven Fridays on live television. And so I did it. And I met this guy wow. in this uh, competition. He was one of the mentors. And uh, he, he got uh, kicked out pretty fast. And then he uh, asked me if I wanted to do something. And I said, hell yeah. And then I moved back to the island where I'm from called uh, Bornholm. It lives like 42,000 people. And uh, waited one and a half year. And I had, and I know half a year or something. Yeah. And then I went to your, your studio and we made one one track and then I went back home and it didn't happen a lot of stuff between me and that guy. So I texted him and yeah. That's how it always yeah. happens, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. random, yeah. most randomest story. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and are you guys just making music together or are you guys doing your separate stuff as well we're just making music together music, yeah. uh, easier that way right I mean two heads are better than one yeah exactly, exactly. yeah Perfect. So, um, yeah the thing is that I'm a little older than Adrian so I've been doing a lot of stuff before that that was why I've, I was producing for Macaz as well Um and we actually just started out with a walk and the coffee and just talked about what to do. And I was like, if we're doing this, it's it's going to be like equal cut. We, we do it all together. Fuck labels. Yeah. Uh, all that, you know, just uh, focus on making good music and take it from there. Are you guys signed right now? Yeah, we are. We're signed to, uh, so actually we're signed to Sony International. Uh -huh. From the Danish, uh, uh, yeah, what is that called? The da Danish, Danish front. Whatever. Total music Denmark. Total music international Denmark. How is the, no, how, the how would you uh, rate the scene in Denmark? I, I've you know I've discovered a lot of artists from Denmark, and it's crazy because I found you guys listening to Winston. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, with that. cool! Yeah, so I listened yeah. to Winston, and then I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, look at artists that are similar. And then I found yeah. you, and I was like, oh my god, they're fucking good. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm gonna hit them up real quick. So yeah, yeah. cool. And how how is the scene over there in Denmark? Because there's so many artists out there. Yeah, the, the thing is that Denmark is. I don't know how much you know about Denmark, but we are a quite small country. Yeah. There's about six six million people in Denmark. So, you know, the market is not big and in that way, it's hard to talk about scenes because you don't really have an underground because, you know, there's not that many people yeah. as you can have in LA or New York or whatever. 
uh, where you can have a lot of people doing unknown things, but that's, you know, if you're doing anything remotely good in Denmark, you people will, you know, get to you or know you. Gotcha. Well, we know that uh, in the States, there's a lot of different languages here as well. But what is it like there in Denmark? You know, are there different languages that are, I guess, more used than others? Which ones would those be, would you say? Uh, we the, Our native language is, is Danish. Okay. Which is then only six million people talking that. It's, it sounds horrible. Only? <laughs> <laughs> well, six million people is the size of San Diego. <laughs> That's where I'm right, at. Right. Six million people yeah. just in San yeah. Diego. That's what I was going to ask, you know, so if, if uh, the primary language there is Danish, what made you guys choose to write all your lyrics and stuff in English? You know, or were you trying you to? to understand it. <laughs> yeah, so, so we can talk to you. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that, too. I, I think we were always, you know, there's kind of two ways to go in Denmark. You can either go English because you want to make it outside of Denmark. Or because you're limited to six million people if you do it in yeah. uh, I see your point there. Uh, but at the same time, I think we're we've always been exposed to American English music television. That's why I think so many people in Denmark speak really good English because mm -hmm. you know we've all always been listening to it, and that's where we our whole inspiration is from. Yeah. So it it kind of. It's it's weird when you're inspired by something in English and then you can't translate that into Danish. We yeah. we have quite a, a a big like hip hop or rap scene in Denmark, where you have this mixtures because we have uh, like big urban uh, places in, in in the cities where you have a lot of immigrants and you have a lot of mixed, you know, uh, Arabic people and African people and, mm -hmm. and they have kind of. As in the U.S., they've, they've developed their own lingo, which is kind of a, a mixture of, a mixture of, of everything. Alcohol. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the, the closest you get to, to to like huge Danish music, and that's actually also was uh, streaming the best in Denmark. Um, but you know, you're limited to only you, you can't get outside Denmark with with a weird mixture of. No, yeah, different languages. languages. Yeah, gotcha. So it all boils down to marketing, targeting that. Gotcha. And who who yeah. would you say is your biggest inspiration? Uh, who who did you want to be like? You know, so, since you guys are saying you listen to a lot of American and you know English artists, who who would you say would be? I we want to be like them, or we want to be similar to them. I don't think we we've ever had like one specific or. A few specific we, uh, one of the first thing we Good talked answer. about was that we we never want to limit ourselves in terms of genres so i think because I've, I've been playing a lot of rock music as well i, I grew up on like grunge music and punk okay. music and stuff like that and american music uh, uh and then got in and i think i i kind of bridged that when i heard the, the first kanye things and like uh, <laughs> Electro music coming from France, like Justice, because that that was kind of rock music in a in an electro way. Yeah. So that was kind of where that got bridged for me. Uh, and you come from a, a slightly different kind of music. Yeah, sure. My dad's a, a musician, and he has been a musician all my life. So I started playing the guitar when I was young, and a little bit of piano and a little bit of drums. 
it has to be said that I can play those instruments, but he's way better at playing <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I started playing on the on the streets like my father, and then I went to that TV program, met Jabs, and now it's like important to say that you were like 16 when you went to that. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my and gosh, I, you were yeah. 16. Yeah. Dang, bro, a little prodigy. Look at you. <laughs> That's sick, man. Hobo prodigy. I mean, how how intense was it to watch yourself kind of grow from that point all up until where you're at now? Because I mean, you guys are getting like nine million streams, you know, like and and more. Like, eighteen on strapped. Eighteen million. Eighteen on strapped. It's freaking ludicrous, bro. It's awesome. I mean, how do you feel about that? Going from man, you know, I'm just gonna do music. To, Look at these beautiful things I have on my wall behind me. <laughs> God damn. I might explain. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that good. drop a sick-ass beat one of these No, but the thing is that it, it went kind of fast. And, you know, we're just doing what we were doing. The, the good thing is that we hooked up with our manager, Majid. And uh, he had, like, a a setup uh, under Sony where he could just, cause he has been the manager of, of some big Danish acts. So he had mm. like his own part of Sony where he could just with a 50, 50 royalty share, he could just run it by himself. And that was the thing. Cause, cause we were kind of, we were definitely not into signing for a major label. Cause we were like, no, not going to go. Yeah, that you way. Don't take They'll make you change. And you know, yeah, your sound would be completely different right now if you did that. Exactly. The first thing I said, because I said to Majid, our manager, I said, I want to work with you. I'm not sure about Sony unless we could do it exactly like we want to do it. So the first thing I told him was, we're not going to have any A&Rs in our project. We, we want to have complete uh, creative control. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was cool. So uh, and then we released the first single, Live a Little, uh, which did okay it was played a little on danish radio and then we released outcast which went a little bit better uh and then you know it, it kind of blew up with strap yeah um not long after some some guy uh, shared Liverton from the states i think what's he called noah centineo do you know I him i don't think i've heard of him uh... Uh, and he sh he um, shared in you guys blew, kind of blew up a little bit in the states when after that. Oh, but it made it made living uh, live a little quite bigger actually. It was fun to watch. Uh, you most of your He's listeners like, are in Denmark, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. As I just told you that you know there's only six million people in Denmark. So for us to have those streaming counts, that's, that's pretty gigantic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That means that every person is listening, bumping you right now. <laughs> every person in Denmark <laughs> with 18 million. <laughs> I mean, come on. Damn. The funny thing, though, is that not very many people in Denmark know who we are because it it was kind of just our music who did it. So we're not, you know, we haven't done that many TV shows or interviews. No, we're not famous. Or, no. So you guys could so go like, out and and you know eat at a restaurant and no one no one runs up to you and asks you for a, a, for autograph. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean we're not doing that right now. We're all kind of stuck at home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> some time, give us some time. 
And what? And how, how is it in? in, in you you guys are in LA. So Mario's in LA, and I'm in. I'm over by San Francisco, where the whole epicenter was. But in San Francisco, it's not as bad. I think there was like like what seven hundred some odd uh, cases here now, and only. Few hundred deaths yeah the thing about san, Fran san francisco else. was smart and they you know they were on top of it they started the the you know the quarantine down right away oh. instead of letting it uh, spread other places like la san diego um new york they they did it way too late yeah. so you know it spread like fucking wildfire out there so i think san francisco and, that and, that's and, why they're being smart uh, and now I, i don't know about your uh political views but you have quite an interesting character at as a Yield. president <laughs> oh, we totally understand and oh, uh, God. Uh, I, i don't want to get too into it <laughs> even the most diehards have their own opinions at this point let's just say that oh man as yeah, it's, it's wow. he's definitely an interesting character it, he um opens his mouth a lot and yeah to put it mildly i mean i mean you could be like biden you know and be kind of weird with women and other people yeah <laughs> you, th you I think mean, you think trump's not weird with women he grabbed her by the pussy bro on. exactly <laughs> come on exactly. oh god okay. it's kind of it's kind of embarrassing because you know i've talked to people from mexico i'm mexican so i talk to people from mexico and stuff and they they look at me and they're like dude i'm so sorry you're and keep in mind mexico's yeah. so corrupt they have always had horrible presidents So for them to tell me, hey, dude, your president sucks. He's my God. <laughs> I'm like, wow, coming from someone from Mexico. <laughs> That really hurts. What, where are you from, Mexico? I'm from Mexicali, Mexico, and some of my family's from Guadalajara, Jalisco. Okay, cool. So that, yeah. Actually, just when we released Strapped, I went to Mexico. Oh, really? Vacation or did you I guys come not. and play? No, that was just vacation. Where did so you go? I, I went to uh, Yucatan uh, mm. Peninsula. Yeah. How did you like the food? I love it. He <laughs> talks yeah. about it all the time. I, I really loved it. And I love Mexico, Mexico and Mexicans in general. Mexico you know, is dudes. still in his fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I still got a lot of hot sauces in my fridge. <laughs> Hell yeah. After this quarantine is over, I'll wrangle up some Mexican treats and I'll, I'll ship them off to you. Little Mexican oh, care package. Great, I would love that. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Um, you know, I went to anywhere in Mexicali where my family's, you know, originally from, and they listen to a lot of uh, European artists. Uh, yeah. So, like you, you go into their their underground rave scene and their underground like you know club scene. The DJs are bumping European music and you know different languages and st different nationalities. And I'm like. Where you know where did they this come from? How did they get a hold of this? Yeah. You know it's crazy, but they have what, a huge what music, music scene. What was that? What what kind of music are they listening to? That from Europe, everything. They electro okay. electro mostly because you know they have the underground raves over there, so they have raves. Yeah, and like huge acres of land, they just find a random ass spot and just throw a fucking rave. It's fucking <sighs> crazy. It sounds awesome. Know, they get crazy, but. You know what is what is your guys' main plan? Do you guys do you guys want to expand to the United States eventually, or do you guys just are you guys content with where you're at? We would love to go to the states, and actually, we were planning on going this spring. Uh, that seems kind of hard now, so because yeah. uh, yeah. just 
just we a were, little. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and kind of at the moment, I think we're uh, quite happy being in Denmark and not at the States because uh, we have a quite good uh, medical care system here. So, uh, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so we're still trying to get someone in office that's like willing to do the whole free medical shit you know with 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 this pandemic going on you'd think that that'd be something that people would want to have you know but neither of them neither of these people that are running are you know what i mean and that's weird but i i think though if, if there should come one good thing out of this pandemic it could be that people start looking differently at those political issues because mm-hmm. you know they'll they all see these days that what it takes, you know, and, you know, all the amount of money in the world, uh, as long as they're on the wrong hands, you know, we're all just up for grabs. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that that could be one positive. I don't know how it is, but. Well, before we've know. talked about the impact that it is having on the environment and it's actually clearing up all over the world. You know, there was a lot of pollution happening. Yeah. Happening now, we're starting to see those levels kind of drop. There isn't as many yeah. crime happening either. People are forced to stay at home. You'd think with this coronavirus thing, people would not have any issues. But I, I guess a few days ago, my, one of my neighbors had a had someone close to them that they know get killed in a drive-by. So it, it was freaking mind blowing. Yeah. So you imagine that. Yeah. yeah. You never. It was over in Vallejo. So I don't know if you know where Vallejo is is but it's yeah no about what vallejo uh, california probably not i mean you guys are a world away <laughs> um how do i describe what vallejo is uh do you know who e40 uh this... oh you're breaking up a bit as well i don't know the connection is no that's probably me it's a yeah it's, it's probably uh, i'm running wide. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's change the subject. Um, yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> so I, I mean, now now that you guys are in quarantine, are you guys actually writing writing right now? Yeah, a lot, just yeah. separate. Actually, we we didn't see each other for kind of four weeks until yesterday, and just uh, teamed up to talk to you guys. We Perfect. thought that was a, a great. So we we kind of just had the deal because. You know how how do you deal with this whole situation? And we we're actually supposed to to start releasing a, a whole album around now, but we've kind of postponed it because yeah. <laughs> it, you know, uh, I get you. So uh, so we just made a deal that let's take this time, you know, just each, fucking right. Yeah, yeah. Get new ideas, see where we can take things, and hook up sometime. You know, on the other side, and, and get ready for the states. Yeah, get ready oh, yeah. for the states. And now you guys are coming out, LA, San Diego. What was that? We actually had some uh, some guys reach out to us from. I think they were from a big like artist agency based in in LA. And it was those guys we had. We actually were planning to go see, but uh, hopefully. We will still do that. It's just hard to say when we can do it because I think it mm-hmm. will be a while before you can go yep. across border. Yeah, it's gonna be. Well, a they're saying hour. May. Hopefully, if they don't keep pushing it back, they should open yeah. stuff back. I, oh, 
Yeah, I think we're, we're gonna just get getting there started. like to the last day, and they're gonna be like, "Just kidding, you guys got to know." <laughs> we Go just, to your room, uh, think about what you did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, our prime minister, she she was just out saying the other day that the, every festival in Denmark is cancelled during the summer, mm. so we're not allowed to be assembled more than ten people until August. Damn. So we we kind of had a, a few gigs that got cancelled, and you know there's a lot of artists in Denmark that lives off of that summer and all the festivals and stuff like that. So that was uh, all right. Well, let's get creative here for a second. Let's say that this lockdown is going to stay for a while. What do you guys think that you could do to try to put yourself out there more, or maybe generate some more uh, like sales with your guys? Do you guys have merch and stuff? Like, would you say we actually okay? just made? Yeah, we we. we made the first batch of merch uh, we played two concerts in like in the beginning of the year in January well start February yeah I don't know <laughs> and, we, and we made uh, we made the first kind of uh, or the first batch of merch so it didn't get us quite as good as we wanted it to be but uh, mm -hmm. you know, it was a start uh, and to be honest the last couple of weeks, we've just been laying low just to figure out because, you know, this whole thing is also about, I think, kind of placing it in, in your mind. To, you know, I, I, I felt kind of uh, numbed, for lack of a better word. The, the first yeah, desensitized from it. It's like, is this really fucking happening? Does it exactly need to happen? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's totally... And, you know, there's a lot of people... Who are who are becoming depressed and because we're staying home and, and humans are social creatures you know we like to go out and interact and do stuff and i just some shit happened in my life and i'm like all right i'm single now time to go out and have some fun no just kidding you're under lockdown and i'm like damn it <laughs> he needs, to, he needs to live a little <laughs> i mean last night i kind of did but i mean <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that <laughs> This is music. This ain't fucking Skinamax. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Are you guys making a living on just music? We are. Yeah. So yep. it's just music. Music is your pretty much career, life, everything. Yeah. Yes, it is. And that's uh, luckily as well. I'll stop talk politics now. But <laughs> Mark, we have. Okay. Uh, I mean, maybe we should make another podcast for that in the future. But I mean, uh... I don't know. <laughs> no, but because uh, we lost all our summer gigs, which was kind of what we were counting on living off. Yeah. So, um, but luckily in Denmark we have a we have a quite socialist system that uh, put out all these uh, you know funds for uh, for you people who need... lose who lose money and you know have their own business and mm -hmm. you know care packages. It's called. That's yeah. pretty awesome. There you go. So. So now you guys could focus on, you know, making music and writing and, you know, promoting yourself. Exactly. Yeah. We I think we, we we're still counting on on releasing the the album because that it, it would it will be a, our debut album. And we're kind of looking forward because we've only been releasing singles, singles yeah. for like three yeah. Um so it has always been like a goal of ours to to make a record to show some different sides to what we can do and stuff like that. And then you guys gonna get a big old vinyl one to hang up on the wall to be like, look. Fuck yeah! 
<laughs> it's gonna go right above those <laughs> on the wall. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> you have a big one. It's not on the wall. Yeah, that, actually, it's it's only the gold ones. We two of, two of them strapped and worry has actually gone platinum in Denmark. Wow. Worry is so, my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Strapped is my favorite. The first time I heard it, I was just like, oh, fuck. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I, was, I was blasting it in my car, and I have like a decent sound system. The bass is, oh, dude. Yeah. And you guys do everything, right? You guys make all your own shit. Everything. You don't do any outsourcing whatsoever. That's fucking exactly. awesome. You know, that that's hard to find. You, you don't find a lot of artists that do that. Learned some shit from you guys, but I don't want to like be too pushy. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, come on, come Thank on. Thank you for being so <laughs> yeah. appreciated. No, and I just know how you... much goes into actually yeah. writing a good song and like have some fucking slappers out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You guys have some good music. bangers. Sorry, bangers. They're called bangers, not slappers. Not slappers. I like. Sla- I like. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, but but it's it's cool that you recognize that because actually that. That's something we pride ourselves on. That, I, and I think that's the at least my old like punk mentality. That you you gotta do your own shit. Yeah. You gotta produce it yourself. You gotta have the vision. You know, because too many artists they rely on on everybody. Not to, not to say that that it's better than how other people. In the end, it's it's about the music. Yeah. Is it good or is? Yeah. But I think there's a lot of music. There's a lot of crap music where it's very easy to tell that a lot of people have been involved and it didn't make it any better. You know, because yeah. there there wasn't the vision. There was they had no idea what why they were putting this into the world. And that's yeah. what we talk a lot about as well. What what is it that we there's been made so much great music over hundreds of years. What are you? What are you putting into the world? Yeah. And sometimes I can I can listen to music and, what, and, and and that's what you came up with, you know. Yeah. You, you got fucking Kanye, Beatles, uh, whatever. <laughs> that's what you came up with. Yeah. So, uh, oh man, I'm just so glad there's other people out there that like look at Kanye the same way I look at Kanye. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna be Kanye. I think I think Kanye college dropout best album. Anything after that, I'm not a fan of. What? So, eh, I, oh. eh. <laughs> Talking about music, how long would you guys say it actually takes to, to start writing your instrumental versus like when you finish it and you're like, all right, let's lay a fat, juicy track of lyrics over this. How long does that usually take? It's different. It's yeah, it, it can vary from like... One half. day to 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we... we we often, I think that's a bit different as well because I produce the music. Mm-hmm. We, we write the whole thing together and, you know, we take every decision together. But I'm not the type of producer, probably also because I come from a bit different background. I, I don't just do beats. I don't just make a, a loads of, of production and we top line over them. We always go for the song. Where, do we have a little melody or a, a, a small lyric or whatever, and and that's what what's making the track, um, for most parts. So you write the songs first, and the lyrics come after. Because what I'm taking from this is you kind of find a melody, and you're like, you know what, that could go perfect here, and you're like, all right, so how do I, how do I, yeah, figure Actually, this in for, there? 
to to get give you an example when we made strapped adrian he he came and he just sang the hook line for me just a cappella. he was like i have this idea and and he, he didn't kind of he, he was kind of he didn't take it seriously he was I just remember like it was in the, in the middle of oh come on man <laughs> we're making a, a whole a whole nother track and it was not really working and he was like you got any other ideas like you have to <laughs> Oh yeah, well I got this little one and I I I had fun with it and I sang it and he was he just stopped the music and he was like Okay. <laughs> He's like, bring your ass over here, the mic, go. Yeah, and he said, Take it serious, do it again. And I did it again and then I went home and then I don't know if it was a day or or two. No, but the, the funny thing was that you record over a different track mm. which was in a totally different tempo. It was much faster. I, was just, I just had to have it. So I just had this sound piece where you sang it like double time or whatever. And then I stretched it because I could hear that it... It, it, it sounded better lower. Oh, uh, wow. slower. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you, I made the whole... So you worked around oh, wow. the lyrics, which is you know not always that easy. It's not Dude, always hard. easy putting uh, music to lyrics or a melody. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, we, we've been making music for a while and it, we we always find making the music first and then adding the lyrics to the music would is yeah. easier for us but i mean uh, that's awesome that lyrics you went are, backwards they're always the hardest part to write because it's like all right i gotta keep you know all the syllables you know with the beats it's got to sound good it can't be wonky you know he's gone yeah. what can you say it can you say it again <laughs> you 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 uh you froze oh shit um i forgot what i had said <laughs> <laughs> It was a spur of the moment thing, guys. My bad. My bad. <laughs> he can't think on top of his feet. Let me ask it's a California you a thing. A little space. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Let me just ask you a question out of uh, curiosity. Do you smoke weed? Fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Well, I mean, how I, how how can you get weed in the Corona time? Uh, they deliver it. They del deliver it, or if you know people. I've heard about the like. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been to, but people are talking. They get some card and then like say yeah. you have a scratch. There's this, there's this app on the phone, Weed Maps. You yeah. pick, you pick your dispenser you want to order from. You pick the 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 weed you want, indica, sativa, hybrid, whatever. You press deliver it now. Pay with your credit card, and it's like Uber Eats. They just bring it to your house, <laughs> your front door. Yeah. There you go. Here's your weed. Yeah. It's it's totally legal now, right? Uh, in California, it's legal for recreational. Okay, so it's still illegal on the federal level, but on the state level, it is. It's fine. You can still. Yeah. It's heavily regulated. Like if they say if if you um, what what did they say? If you get your medical marijuana card or you're doing that, you can't go out and buy a gun or something. Yeah. You know the laws are really strange. You know. I miss Arizona for that reason. But you know yeah. it, it's it's recreational. But you go to Colorado. Uh, Washington, Oregon, uh, California. I think New York made it legal. No, I don't know if New York, but you could just go and buy a blunt from a dispensary and smoke it, just as long as you're 21. And I think they're still an essential ID. business, so they're still open. You know, yeah, like, they're they're essential they because they they offer medical services. You know, a lot of uh, cancer patients and stuff like that require marijuana after they're going to treatment. So, fuck, yeah. you know, everyone could buy weed right now, but they're only delivering or curbside. So if you you can't go into a dispensary and look at a, you know, weed, you could just drive there and they'll bring it to your car or they'll deliver it to your house. It was 
Uh, pretty, pretty fucking convenient. <laughs> so, I mean, if you make your move to California, hey, yeah. you're pretty much yeah. set, bro. <laughs> yeah, we have some decent weed in Denver, though. Snoop Dogg's it. <laughs> yeah. Is okay, it legal? So I saw this really cool video of Snoop Dogg and the security guard literally just puffing on a blunt, man. It was yeah, I saw, awesome. I saw that. He took off his, uh, his police uh, clothes. That's what, in Denmark? No, no, somewhere out of oh. California. And is it legal in Denmark? No, but we have uh, like Amsterdam have coffee shop. We have uh, a place called Christiania, where it's like it's a city in a city where the police almost never enters, and there's Pusher Street where people... actually it's it's uh, it, it comes from the late or the early seventies where a, a group of hippies just took over this old military area. Oh. To build their own society, that, so it's, it's like a homestead kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's perfect. It's, There's a place uh, like this, like that here, um, right, kind of where my hometown is. It's called Slab City. So you go and you were talking about punk. You look around, mohawks yeah. like crazy. These fools ah, with cool. patches all over their their vest. These like yeah, yeah, yeah. they have every night like old school. Punk. Yeah, every old school, old school as fuck. They have every night. Yeah. They have like a uh, concerts in the middle of the town. You know, it's and they they welcome outsiders. You could go in and just watch the show, but it's just fucking these old ass punk dudes just playing fucking like and you know I'm talking about like the addicts type stuff, the addicts yeah, or yeah, Ramones, yeah. you know, shit like that. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. fucking badass. And so yeah, they they have no government, no government, uh, no cops, oh. no no one. No one really bothers them. They don't bother anyone. All they do is smoke weed, drink, and play music. Yeah, it's fucking badass. It sounds kind of like the same thing here. It's it's one of the few things that we can actually be proud of in in Copenhagen because it's in the center of Copenhagen, and it's just it, it it has always been a political issue whether to close it or whatever because it it it's based on one of the most expensive grounds in Copenhagen. But That's you know crazy. it's 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 still. It's quite an amazing thing, and, they, and really? that's where you go to get your weed. Like I yeah. go, I go there a lot. <laughs> of course and you when, do. <laughs> uh, especially in these times, because it's so goddamn boring. But um, I don't smoke that much, so I couldn't say. It. We all say that, bro. You don't gotta downplay it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't smoke that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he don't smoke that much. Actually, I rolled up a, a, a joint because yesterday he tried. He took a puff, and I smoked the rest of it. And he was like, "Do you have more?" <laughs> no, I, I didn't know he was about to smoke. So today I rolled a bigger one. So after this uh, interview, a big fat one. Damn, Jeff, cool I see how you work. I got you. <laughs> but the cool thing about Christiania is that is it, it is very illegal, and you come in there, and sometimes the police just rants the place. But they can't stop it because I don't think that the weed part is the coolest part, but it's it's dope for people that need it and oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, for high, but <laughs> but it's just like you can fuck with the system, and that's that's the dope. And and the thing is, I think the the reason that it that they can never close it totally down it's is because if you close, it's actually called Pusher Street, <laughs> the place where you can buy Pusher Street. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if and if you if you close that down, you've just moved the sales to like 
battered place. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like controlled in a weird like yeah. they don't talk about. They, it, they have so. they have a way to kind of keep it here instead of letting it spread into other yeah. places. So I mean, it's kind of exactly. smart, but it's kind of like fuck. What do we do yeah. about this place? But fuck, if we do anything about it, we're fucked. Yeah, so that makes a lot exactly. of sense. Oh. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I know one of you, Adrian, you skate, right? I do very much. Yes. How how good are he's you? Fucking good. He's fucking good. Um, <laughs> Bust out a kickflip right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Indoors, man. It's my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up the floors. <laughs> <laughs> How, how did how did you transition from skating to music? Well, you know, I, I kind of all my life I haven't been good at school or like doing the dishes or like normal stuff. <laughs> okay, I can but, taking the trash like, out. <laughs> but like I, I was good at skating, so so I just knew I only wanted to do what made me happy, and that was obvious obviously what I was good at. And at the time, it was skateboarding, so my dream was just to become the best skater in the world and get a lot of uh, sponsors and a lot of appreciation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then then I then I met my guitar, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of cringe for me to to say, but but I heard Justin Bieber on YouTube, and I was like, this kid, <laughs> he's, dude, he's dope. no, I, I feel you. Uh, yeah. I, I fucking love Justin Bieber's <laughs> music. There's no shame. No, no, but at the beginning, like they were the very beginning, it, yeah. We were cringe, like, but but you're kind of his age, aren't you? Yeah, I was the same age, yeah. and I promise you, I got a lot of girls because I I I, <laughs> I perfected my voice to sound very much like him, as well as I think a lot of other artists, art singers do when they when they want to become their own singer. Yeah. I, I I just imitated him, and then I imitated some other guy. I imitated some other guy on my own voice, like through that. That's how you learn. That's how. Yeah. So I mean, you've never had any vocal lessons before. Now I have, but I, I would say no because I've had like vocal training when Mm when when he started uh, playing a lot of concerts because I needed uh, ways to to like warm up my voice and stuff. Right. Because it's like when we're talking, right? Right now, you know, I can hear, you know, the accent in your voice, but in the recordings you have, you have this nice, open, Americanized tone. I'm just like, bro, you ain't from Denmark. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, actually, so, I'm half Peruvian and a quarter Faroe Islandish and only a quarter Danish. Yeah. Gotcha. But I mean, I'm just saying, you know, that that's another little nuance that people don't really take into consideration. You know, and I see it a lot in movies as well. Uh, if you ever watched The Walking Dead, Rick Grimes. You know, he has a really British accent when he talks, you know, it's interesting. But then when he's all Carl, you know, American, you know, like he's got that, that change. And, it is that, and yeah. I think that's yeah. a very important aspect to have in your music because. You, you, it's crazy and how I, you could switch. Yeah. And I actually, I think because that, that was one of the first things that I noticed with Adrian, like besides he sings amazingly good. Is that he, fucking he, has, he has this way that he can just pronounce things, and it's it's a part of the way that he sings. Because I speak bad English, like <laughs> I I don't know that many that many words, <laughs> and I use I usually fuck up when I speak, like fuck up in the words. But when I sing, it's like it's like uh, what's it called? Uh, ticks. 
you can't control hey music is I a universal that, language my man but that that's down to the thing you told before that you you imitate it yeah so, yeah and that, that's in the tone as well in the pronunciation yeah. and like the details because he's very good at details and you know he's very intuitive about things mm -hmm. uh, so that plays on a whole different thing than than having a, a conversation where it's you have to be eloquent or have a big vocabulary or whatever oh But yeah totally he just he has this thing where you can you know he can he can hear it and he can most importantly he could do it yeah you know so it's because the hardest thing for me was always trying to figure out okay how am i gonna How am I going to mimic that tone? Am I sounding like this? You know, because yeah. I know when I listen to something, it's like, all right, this sounds cool. And then I listen to it again. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> we have those experiences too, though. <laughs> we make we make shit music too. That never stops. And it has to continue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how you learn. You know, you make your mm -hmm. shit music. It's like you make your mistakes and then you get up from it and you kind of develop your your better sounds and your better uh, lyrics and your better singing and everything exactly. down the line you could probably use some of your old stuff that you thought was shit because it fits better in something else and it's like a polished turd at that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm just gonna go uh, take a piss <laughs> you're not allowed to do that damn it <laughs> he's fired <laughs> now for the truth <laughs> all, right, all right really tell me how you, how you feel about him <laughs> he's, he's out of the room you play oh, you, cool you play drums a lot right yeah i'm originally a drummer um so i played the drums since i was like six years old started making my own kit from trash cans and you know the classic buckets nice. and stuff like Pots that pans yeah. in the kitchen some hops in. yeah exactly and And then I played rock music for many years, I played guitar, and I sang a bit myself. Uh, but it, it has always been about creating. You know, that, that was always the main focus for me. I, I was never, because I'm, I'm a pretty good drummer, but I was never interested in playing, just being a drummer, playing yeah. in, in bands or whatever. It, it was always creating something. And, uh, and yeah, I've always crap. felt like drummers were the most most important thing in the band because they're the ones that are carrying the entire tempo keeping everyone in time you know and so there's a lot that goes into that and that's something that i could recognize as well definitely do, do you guys play yourself well <laughs> we used to be Mario, in a metal band oh cool yeah what kind of metal uh it was uh i guess you could say metalcore kind of screamo-ish um he would sing okay. i was one of the front men I would scream. Um, he also plays guitar, um, piano, and drums. And I play drum. a little bit oh. of drums, uh, not much. But okay. Um, to, so you know, we we try to make our music and we have fun with it. Yeah, cool. So you know, I think that's why we kind of know. Hey, you guys are fucking badass that you guys are doing everything yourselves because you know we know how hard it is. If fucking, it's hard, dude. It's hard. Anything else, but. Uh, and it's that it's that weird thing that because exactly as Adrian he just said that even though you get you know 18 million streams that doesn't change you know you can, you can have that 18 million the next thing you're doing sounds like shit yeah. and, and it doesn't ever get less uh, frustrating or you know and 
that's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your guys' latest song, Kids, how did that how did that come out? How how did you guys write that? How did you guys create that? Um I think actually it was similar to to Strat where you had like a a, a little line mm-hmm. or a little a little bit of magic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was less than than what you had at Strap, but there's just something about it. It was the the hook line. Where, if take this knife, but my um, heart, girl. Yeah, and that was it. And we made it up from there. And I made the the, the yeah. piano part of it, and then for a long time it was just it was just a piano, uh, a four to the floor, a bass, and we wrote the song over that. And then I used an immense amount of time to try to figure out exactly how the production should sound. Because every time I did something, it, there was, it was kind of, you know, getting in the way of the song, or it, it, it was too pushy, or, and and at the same time, I knew that that the demo that, that was too little. So it was kind of, it was hard finding that balance between that you kept the the naivety or whatever from the demo, but. Mm-hmm. Still gave it some uh, uh, some peaks. I mean, yeah. I, I want. I really want to know what genre do you guys consider yourself? Because I see a little bit of everything. You know, like a little, a, yeah. rap so, and you we, know, pop. We actually had a talk about that yesterday because we need to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> we We've always been saying like we don't care about genres and we don't we both listen to like almost Everything. every kind of music and, and we don't wanna like end you up You don't wanna put yourself in a little box, I guess. You know, I don't I don't I don't know why, but I think well I was afraid of getting stuck in a genre and I don't know why I should get stuck in a genre. But but I think for both of us right now we, we feel like we need somewhere like to put our focus on and you know pilots man those guys are all over the place too and 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 they have they have a lot of good content a lot of great songs that are just people get Mm. so yeah it's i I I don't don't put yourself in a box no exactly i said the the stick in the box (laughs) (laughs) you gotta live a little (laughs) (laughs) yeah just slap them on the table. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, because I know it's it's a big cliche to say that oh, we don't want to be put in a box or we can't define our music, whatever. But, you know, I think it's the truth for almost every, every musician out there, like in 2020. What What is a pure genre? It's very often, or it's very seldom that you hear you know, an act which is purely, you know, this is only country or this is only whatever pop is. That's diversity is key. Yeah, definitely. I feel like you need to have the diversity to succeed. If you don't have the Mm -hmm. diversity, you're always just going to, you know, go for one certain audience and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But then you want to expand and open the doors for appeal to everyone, make music for everyone instead of just a group of people. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think most importantly, I think it's about challenging yourself all the time. Because 
because we 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 listen to so many different kinds of music that I I definitely come from a totally different background than what it sounds like the things we're doing. We, you know, I, I think we and we talked about this from day one that we we should always be able to do whatever we felt like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the most inter interesting part of it is when you blend things and not say, okay, we're going to do a, a punk album now, and then we're going to do whatever, reggae album, because, you know, that's been done, and, you know, yeah, that's genre, but what if we mix things? And I think that's what, with our music, because my way of thinking a hip-hop beat is not like a, a hip-hop producer. Exactly. But I get the bounce, and, I, and, and I'm a drummer, but, you know, I come from a different melodic background, so, you know, Mixing those those things, that's I think that's the interesting part. Yeah, well, kids has so a, kids has a little bit of a. I I feel like, um, and my girl was telling me the same thing. It's like a beachy vibe, be a little bit beachy reggae, but it's still kind of poppy and and R and B feel. Mm -hmm. That's that's what we saw, and you see a little bit of everything in it. Exactly. So you're not like, oh, I'm just gonna do a reggae song, or I'm just gonna do a pop song, and that's it. And, it's, and I and I think one. A thing that is in our music as well, you're probably the, the best to <laughs> to say if that's right, is that we always have a bit of melancholy. So yeah. even when it's a sunny track, because we're from Denmark, we're from up north, you know, we yeah. always have that bit of melancholy there. <laughs> <laughs> we're north, no, north links. So how much pressure would you say that you guys actually put on yourselves to bust out some content? A lot. Me, less than him. And I can totally see that. He's a, he's a producer. <laughs> he, he's like, oh. You're like, I'm just a town. <laughs> well, it, it's just like, it's just like you see it. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, no, he, he has this wheel up in his head and never stops running. And mine just never starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's because so like, you're always buying that weed. <laughs> that's why I love him so much. I have like sometimes I have to call him at night because he can't sleep, and he's like, "Oh, dude, please sing some words for me. I need like to calm down." And then of course I do it for him, and and he says, "Whenever I'm not around, like." He just can't sleep. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> he's bl he's blushing. <laughs> yeah, he is. You made him turn red, bro. He's matching that couch. <laughs> no, but he, he's like for real the hardest worker I've ever met. Um, and I'm I do it like in a slow. No, you guys seem like some really cool cats. Um, like really cool. Cats. Like we've had a couple of people come onto the show already, but you guys are fun. I think we'll keep you. You too, man. So I think we got everything we need. Uh, do you guys want to tell your fans anything? I mean, we we only have this many followers, but you know, we're trying to expand and hopefully, hopefully, get your guys's music. You know, a little list heard in the states or LA or San Francisco's. Yeah. You know, so is there anything you would want to tell anyone? Uh, you know, about yourself, about your music, or you know, anything that we haven't covered. Yes, stay the fuck home. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop being, stop being young and youthful. Stay the fuck home. Don't party in the weekends. Don't be like, oh, I'm bored and it's hard for me. Take this thing serious so we can 
make so it we can compensate. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, fuckhead. Stay home. It's coming from a place of love, but stay the fuck home. We love you, fucking morons. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I think that's why we did this as well. We think it's great to talk about music always with people who, you know, it's guys like you that make our music travel. And that's just, I think, uh, although we have all these streams in Denmark, it's still amazes us when people from across the pond they write and say we listen to our, to your music and we're think it's great we get messages from like Argentina or whatever it, it, it still amazes me yeah because we did it all in here exactly here yeah wow and where you trust me we're gonna promote your shit as much as we can in our personal profiles to our friends to everyone so you know hopefully you get some more streams so awesome. and and you know, and let's hook up when we, when we get over there. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, hell definitely. Yeah, we was in the cool. booth. Shit, we'll make some music. How about that? Yeah, let's. I'm down I'll, as fuck. I'll, I'll get some. Metal. I'll bring you some Norwegian black metal. <laughs> you ever heard that? Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard some. Here? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm down. <laughs> well, that was fucking awesome, man. Full. It's such uh, amazing. Okay. Who would have thought, you know, someone like so much talent, uh, two guys, singer, producer, beat maker, you know, also a fucking skater. It's crazy, man. Dude, um, they, they're very, very high energy, very, very chill. And uh, damn, I hope they stay true to the word, man. We need to link up with those guys. Yeah, yeah. So... Be sure to check them out. They're on Spotify, um, all their social networking, Facebook, Instagram. They have amazing music and their most streamed song, and you'll love it, Strapped. Second most streamed song is Worry. Um, listen to those songs, promote them, you know, share them. Please, let's build them up in the States so they could come out here, you know, and tour. Seriously. Uh, we, we need more bands like them. We need more genuine people, more artists that, you know, create from nothing so check them out you know we'll promote it we'll show you you know all their social networking so don't stop listening to them don't start stop listening to music you know in general we're music junkies here we're trying to promote as much as we can and be sure to check them out check out everest king blitz they're all great artists and they're up and coming and and even even if even though we didn't have tomorrow's bad seeds come on there, check them out too because they yeah. got a lot of really amazing music. So. Yeah, they're not up and coming though. They're established. They're big. They've been they're they've been in the yeah. industry for twenty years. So also check them out. Um, their music is awesome. Reggae, you know, if you if you love reggae, l- listen to them. Um, we're here to talk about Fool. Don't forget about them. Fool. Reggae rock. <laughs> Sorry, tomorrow's bad seeds is reggae rock, but. Anyways, full, full, full. And this is, uh, I just want to read this before we, we close this out. Um, this is how, this is in their bio, fool's bio. The cleverest of all, in my opinion, is the man who calls himself a fool at least once a month. And Damn, I do that every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not that clever. <laughs> Uh, all right till next week y'all have a good rest of your day thanks for tuning in and 
keep your eyes peeled for your next fix, guys, because we yeah. got some really big things happening. Be excited. Be stoked. Be safe. And stay home. Peace out, Please. guys.